Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 53 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League podcast show. I'm your host, the self-proclaimed FPL guru, Alex Rex, and joining me today are my usual suspects, what looks like a blind Scott Williams in the corner. Right, Scott, you having to read what you're reading? Are you catching up on your notes already for uh, for the podcast? Yeah, I've just got my notes on my screen at the minute. So, yeah, I'm just reading them, making sure I'm good to go. Yeah, there's so, so little amount of notes that you can barely read them by the looks of it, <laughs> leaning really close to the camera. And, uh, and Barry Stokes. Barry, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. I thought Scott was redoing his eye test. Before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to after this week. Jesus. Uh, so does Haaland after that finish. Um, let's, uh, let's not talk about our great captaincy pick there straight away. Uh, but thank you ever so much, everyone, for joining us. Don't forget to follow us on our social, on the pod, on the P, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And please like the video, subscribe to the channel, and also uh, like uh, and subscribe to wherever you get your podcasts from to the All in Football podcast. Right, I'm going to cover off some quick league admin. Uh, congratulations to, if I can find him on the screen, Marco Marinelli for being manager of the week for game week 23. Triple captain played 112 points, did take a minus four, but uh, but still the next best got 107 anyway. So uh, well done to, to you, Marco. Triple captain played on Erling Haaland. You had Saka, Almiron, Rashford, De Bruyne, Erdegaard, Haaland and Nketiah with Shaw, Stupinian, Trippier and Pope. So well done to you for 112 points triple captain played. Uh, quick shout out has to go to uh, our favourite Hunjan who plays in the league, which is Dimple. She got 107 uh, the week, so she was uh, one point off after the minus four. Um, again, uh, she went for the triple captain on Bakayo Saka. So fair play to her there with 45 points. So that paid off uh, paid off really nicely with Martinelli, De Bruyne, Rashford, Harlan Kane, Nonto, Shaw, Saliba, Trippier, and Pope. As her team. Uh, talking of Hunjans, manager of the week for, uh, for 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 game week twenty four was uh, was our, our friend Sandy, where everything, pretty much everything went right. To be fair, captain Marcus Rashford got it right. Two goals against Leicester. That was the, uh, the one of the big swings of the week with uh, Haaland and Kane with five and two points. Saka, Matoma, Erdegaard, and Bruno Fernandez with his two assists and three bonus points. Stupinian, Shaw, Kilman, and Edison uh, being the uh, the back line. So, congratulations, Sandeep. Uh, so, don't don't praise him too much because he'll get swelled. So, ho- hopefully, he's listening to this podcast outside. So, he might get stuck <laughs> stuck in a room or something. He's uh, he's pulled it fifteen points back on Cully. It's nice and tight at the top. Seven points in it at the top of the league nice. between Cully and Sandeep, uh, with uh, Dan Clark in third place, a further sixteen points adrift. And then we've I got. Know, uh, I don't know about you, lads, but I hope none of those top two win. <laughs> Are we all cheering on uh, Barry Stokes down here in fifth? Uh, yeah. Rep the podcast, Batters. Come on. Uh, we for, for cup last year. We're for league this year. <laughs> it's it's a really really. I, sad I did the sprint. I did the sprint last last year. I'm doing marathon this time. It's a, it's a really sad time when uh, I'm cheering on someone else to win the league. It just makes me sad. <laughs> uh, we've uh, we've got a Cinderella story up near the top though for potential manager of the month. But one game yeah. week left in February. Sandeep's top. Only nine points behind is Martin Wheel. Come on, Martin. Take it oh. down. Uh, Let's look at his benches. We're going to have to look. Click on him. Do you want me to do it now? Right, okay, yes. I'll do it. I'll, fine. Um, so, well done, Martin, for your uh, 24 points you left on the bench this week. Um, and he were, lo- he were lucky at that, wasn't he? Because he had Mares. Someone else were big on the bench, weren't they? Yeah, who came, who came off his bench for him? I can't remember who it was for uh, for Mares. Um, can't have got loads. Can't have got loads of points. I wouldn't have I'm thought. I'm guessing it was maybe Matoma. 
Maybe. Yeah, uh, maybe so. But uh, yeah, 24 points there. Uh, and uh, the week before was just the grand total of uh, <laughs> 17, 20, 26. So you've got you left 50 points on your bench. Game weeks, man. That's um, that's pretty impressive. Uh, Baz wanted me to give you some credit for picking the double Fulham defence, um, but the 16 points you would have got are both on your bench. So. Also, can, you know, that's an awful kit is designed now as well. Oh, yeah, what is that? That's disgusting, isn't it? It feels weird. Well, well, I don't know what the red's about. I thought he was a Leeds fan. Oh, it's like um, a hybrid Man U Bryan fan there. Isn't it? It's a bit weird, isn't it, really? But well uh, well done, Martin, for being second so far in the February Manager of the Month. Uh, Gavin Webb just behind you and Jeffrey Belcher, as always. Barry Stokes still in with a shot, very, very close at the top. And you know what? I'm only 16 points off the top. <laughs> that would be a Cinderella story for, for this game, for this season, wouldn't it? I mean, that's the first time you've said that all season, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it really, really is. Uh, Want to do a quick news flash on the updated fixtures because, even though that's the wrong screen, Alex, we've got some brand new news on the double game week front. So the fixtures have been announced for uh, double game week 29 because they've uh, announced them all already for um, the uh, TV TV fixtures. Let me just click on this. There we go. So a couple of surprises. Uh, we've got no double game week in there for Manchester City or for Spurs. And we always knew there wasn't going to be a double game week for Arsenal. So that has thrown the cat amongst the pigeons in terms of if we're going to bench boost or not in game week 29. We're not going to talk about it loads this week. In fact, we're barely going to talk about it at all because um, until the fixtures have been completed for the FA Cup games in this midweek coming, we won't know exactly who's going to blank in game week 28. Now, what we do know is is that pretty much every fixture, other than potentially Southampton versus Tottenham, that gets cancelled in game week 28 will probably go into game week 34. So the only fixture that might get added to game week 29 here that we can see is a Spurs double game week for Spurs and uh, a Spurs and Southampton double game week. Because if they both get knocked out of the cup, then that will happen. So could could happen. So both get, knocked out, both get through in the cup, then that will happen. So, yes, double game weeks for um, pretty, much, well, pretty much every other team. But let's wait and see what fixtures, uh, what the results are from the uh, FA Cup fixtures coming up, uh, and then we can finally make a plan. Uh, but what I will say about game week 29, just as a quick hot take, is that I'm pretty comfortable with all of my single game week players that will be playing there anyway. So a bench boost is still very, very viable. We'll look at that in a lot more detail next week because we'll have a, a more complete picture. Uh, any any hot takes on it, Barry? I know we were discussing it on text. You've, you've covered it all, to be honest. Yeah. Going into too much depth about it. We'll do that later in the next part. Absolutely. So let's have a look at this game week. So we've got four teams here with double game weeks this week in game week 25. And this is where we'll be looking to get the majority of our players from for this week. Uh, the, uh, the 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 teams which you can be looking at, especially if you don't have a free hit left, by the way, um, would be a team like Everton, because Everton are, uh, and also Arsenal, because those are the teams that definitely play in game week 28 and also have a double game week in game week 25. So if you don't have a free hit left, those are the two teams to have a look at. 
The team with the best double game week is probably Arsenal, Leicester away, Everton at home. And then you've got Liverpool with Crystal Palace away and Wolves at home. Now, the majority of us have three Arsenal players anyway. Like, I think we all have three Arsenal on this on this pod. I've got Saka, Rodegaard and White. Scotty? Um, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 I think I'm still getting Ketia because I knew the double game week was coming up. Um, yeah. yeah, Odegaard. You got Saka. You got Saka and... in this week, didn't you? For Martinelli, or did you not do it? Or did you, what did you do? I got got Trossard in. I got Trossard. Yeah, you got Trossard. Who did get Man the start? Yeah, got the start. Oh no, I don't have free Arsenal. I got Joe Felix in. Ah. well, to be fair for you this week, it's it's relatively easy. Then you know you, you're looking at a triple Arsenal seems a, a relatively straightforward point because they're they've got then Bournemouth at home. Fulham away, but then Crystal Palace at home that's definitely going to happen in game week 28. And then they've got Leeds at home in game week 29 that's definitely going to happen. Um, they're only going to have a single game week in game week 29, but it's a pretty good lead single fixture, even if you want to get rid of one of the Arsenal players and only have two left. So if you've got two Arsenal, it's one of the most straightforward things you ever have to think about. An Arsenal player is who you would bring in this week. Other than that, if you wanted to hedge your bets, we can obviously have a conversation about Everton in a bit. But I wanted to uh, to basically discuss Liverpool because this seems to be where all the conversation seems to be about this week. If you are going to get an Arsenal player, Scott, on 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 that. So you've got Trossard and Ketia. No, I've got Trossard and Odegaard. Trossard and Odegaard. I mean, if you can get to Saka this week, it's the easiest move in the world because he's probably he's probably everyone's captain this week. I'd have thought it seems relatively straightforward on that point. Also, a long uh, seems a good longer term move. Um, if not, then uh, your man Baz. I think Zinni's in. Probably seems like a good player you can have at the back mm-hmm. if you've got um, one of the players who are blanking this week to uh, to take out. Maybe a Luke Shaw if you've got no value in him. Whatever. Um, any initial thoughts on that, Scott? Um, I'm sick of Saka, um, so I want to try and get him in because he's doing my head in. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, probably. I don't like Trossard now. I'm worried that Martinelli is going to start. Um, yeah. you know, I think they might flip back to that. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm just petrified to be quite, quite frank. Um, I need to get Joe Felix out of my club and nowhere mm-hmm. near it ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a shame yeah. that really because actually, when you look at Felix, not to to linger on that point too much, but like he's he's got um, Spurs obviously not a great game this week, but then you know Leeds, Leicester, Everton, guaranteed double game week, so he plays in twenty eight guaranteed Everton at home. He's got double game week, double home fixtures against Villa and Liverpool, which you know aren't, aren't bad fixtures in game week twenty nine, and then has good fixtures in thirty and thirty one. It, it's it, you know if you've put, if you've brought him in, you commit to him for me. Felix, and you just you yeah. just run, run, just run with him. But yeah, I was nearly I nearly brought him in last week, and obviously I'm glad I didn't for for last week. But still, I think he can still do do well. I, I can't, you know, Potter can't. He can't go on like the way it is forever. Um, but Barry, your initial take on on Liverpool assets? Talk to me. Who's who's tickling your fancy? Well, I'm bringing I'm, I'm bringing in two this week. Okay. Um. So. I wanted to get rid of Patterson because Coleman scored and he's obviously injured and coming into fitness. Um, but I'm, st- I'm going to gamble and I'm still going to keep him because I want to get rid of Mares and Mitro. Okay, fine. So, so you've got, have, you got, have you got 11 starters already for this game week? 
I will be, yeah. Yes, yeah, and uh, I'm just getting some more players that are double, double game weeks, basically. Just, so just, got, uh, sorry to cover you. So you've got two frees. Well, so, so you're going to take a minus four and get rid of those three players. I've got, I've got two. I've got two. I'm keeping Patterson in. Oh, you keep Patterson. In. Sorry, right? Okay, yeah. fine. So I'll keep him in. He might get like the odd one point. He might come on and get just get some minutes. But if he plays, great. If he doesn't, then it's just a zero. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's not going to affect too much, I don't think, because defenders' points what now it's quite hard to come by. Whereas yeah. last season it was defenders all round. Mm-hmm. Um, I think attacking options is is where to go, and I think that's why I was going to go for Gakpo and Nunes. Um, they were my two that I'm going to get in, but then that leads me to later on. Later mm-hmm. on, I'll have to use my free hit. It's interesting that because. Gakpo and Nunes are really, really popular at the moment with 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 this game week, and with Jota, Firmino, and then potentially a future Diaz coming back. Even I, I feel like they are those those two players as such are incredibly short term transfers. Do you know what I mean? Like they are like yeah. you are probably gonna wild card in 27, free hit in 28 and bench boost in 29 sort of territory. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way, obviously, but I feel like those those are the sorts of players that even though Bournemouth away in 27 is good, but, you know, they play Man U at home in 26 and then they probably blank in 28 and they have Man City away and Chelsea away as a double game week in 29, which is horrendous. Um, yeah, it feels like they're like, they are properly like attacking this game week because the potential rotation risks moving forward. Um, but there's there's no doubt they are the the first choice starters at the moment. Whilst the other ones are, are getting back fit, uh, and I mean they started uh, started last night. And did they both score last night? No, yeah, just Sal- oh, Salah scored, didn't he? He got the ball yeah. like got- Salah <laughs> scored. Sal- Salah scored and Nunes scored. Yeah, Salah yeah. scored because Salah set well, up like, uh, Nunes as well. We're yeah, a great finish. And you never really hear, hear that with Nunes a great finish because he couldn't hit a barn door a couple of weeks back. Yeah, but he has scored two and two now, hasn't yeah. he, Darwin? That's... So he's not going to get dropped for these games, is he? Like, let's be honest, that's the, they're going to roll with him with those two games, I, I wouldn't have thought. And his, his expected points since the World Cup um, per 90 is is, is top out of everybody's. Um, for Liverpool, 8.1 points per 90 expected, which is pretty pretty insane. You know, Gakpo's next with 5.6 and then Salah with 5.3. Um, but his actual points return off the 8.1 has been 3.6 per 90. So he's basically operating at two and a half times where he should be. Um, two and a half times less than where he should be, I should say. So, yeah, interesting. Uh, in terms of expected goal involvement, as you can imagine, all those stats are really, really high for him compared to everybody else because he's top for expected points. So the the ones that have been playing um, up at the top of uh, yeah have been have been doing well. The the other points per per ninety situation we need to look at is uh, randomly at the top of his Joe Gomez points per ninety minutes he's played and he's set seven is three hundred and ninety six minutes. Um, he's uh, he's averaged five point four points, which is weird. It's, it's very it's, I think he's getting dropped for Matip. To be completely honest with you, he was he, terrible last night. He has to be. He's been terrible for ages, and he's got he's got to got to go. If he turns his back on another shot, honestly, I'm going to go around to his house and tell him to face up to one. Jesus Christ, um, Mo Salah again, right up there. What's everyone's take on Salah? One of the questions that's coming this week is: uh, um, Is he back? Is he? Is he I'm good. I'm going to keep an eye on the City game tonight because that could be a move 
I might be taking De Bruyne out against Salah if I'm honest. He's he's looking better from what I've seen. First half, he was brilliant yesterday. And then, just like the rest of the Liverpool team, he, he went off the boil second half. But he's looking more and more like, like his old self. Um, he did a really good run in the first half and he was just lacking the finish. Um, he's, he's getting there and he's certainly someone that, if I think if you're in my position or Alex's position, Salah for De Bruyne is certainly a player, I think, this week. I know Man City got bombed away, which is a you know a sexy little game, but I think I will. I'm kind of looking at getting Salah in. I think. Well, De Bruyne is not in the squad, is he? He's, he's ill. He's so, ill tonight. He's ill tonight, which is more yeah. worrying. So, uh, is he going to start against Bournemouth? Is he going to risk him against Bournemouth? Yeah, so they've got the chip. FA Cup as well midweek, haven't they? After, um, so. Probably, I, I, I don't know. You never know with Pep Beer. Let's all try yeah. predict him and see what well, he's going to do. Well, that, that's another point, isn't it? He's, he's a rotation risk. And like we said, Gakpo and Nunes, I think any of them can get dropped for um, you know a, a returning Jota or Firmino. Whereas you, you'd be shocked, wouldn't you, if Salah... And you know he's not looking too out of it now. If he gets dropped, I think that's your safe bet. I think a few weeks ago, coming to this double game week for Liverpool, even though they weren't firing all cylinders you were looking at maybe a gap in that because there wasn't anyone else that could really come in with the injuries. But now I think it's too much risk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I don't don't disagree with you there, Scott, to be honest. I think it, for me, I've got De Bruyne and I'm looking at taking him out for Salah this week. And then the other move might be a go, um, maybe Kane or someone to Nunes. But I think that's just a really short-term transfer, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Kane has, and Kane has Chelsea and Chelsea don't look very good at the moment. So... I don't know. It's just it, it it's it's really difficult because I'm really conscious to advise people here to not rip your teams up for the sake of one double game week for a Liverpool team that just got battered by Real Madrid that beat ten man Newcastle and definitely could have still conceded some goals and then beat Everton one nil. Like I'm not was it one nil to beat Everton? I forget. Uh, was it two nil? Um, and they beat you know Everton, who are you know, maybe getting relegated this year. I just don't, I don't think everyone needs to sort of lose their minds and try to twist everything to get Liverpool players in. I'm going to at least get I in. I disagree. I think they should. I think everyone should just go mental and get Liverpool players in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think of Trent? Get him in. Must play. No, he's actually looked good, hasn't he? Hasn't he? Yeah, I think he's looked so, all right. I watched last yeah. night and I mean, he was finding himself basically up front as usual. Yeah. Um, I thought it, thought he looked looked okay. Uh, he's he's also right up there in terms of points achieved. He's he's third on points per ninety since the World Cup at five points per ninety, and he he's played a lot more minutes than Joe Gomez. So he's he's up there. Uh, actual in terms of totals. Sorry, I'll I'll put uh, put totals on there. Uh, he has got three assists since the World Cup. You know, Salah's got two goals, two assists. He's got three assists. So uh, you know, as usual, he's top for assists. Darwin's up there with two assists, actually. To be uh, to be fair to him, uh, Robertson with one, and then in terms of goals, yeah, Gakpo with two, Salah with two, and Darwin with one. So we, we think those guys are going to be the starters, but it, it's it's having an exit strategy. You don't want to fully commit to these things because the the other thing just to consider, by the way, in, importantly enough, you know, Fulham play Liverpool in game week twenty eight. Leeds play Fulham in the FA Cup between game weeks 25 and 26. If Leeds beat Fulham in the FA Cup, then Fulham obviously are eliminated from the FA Cup. And Liverpool then don't blank in game week 28. And that does make a difference to whether you might want a free hit or not. 
because it feels like the upside of free hitting in game week 28 is, is just is that, oh, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to get two Liverpool in just in case that happens. Yeah, you're hedging your bets towards a Leeds win. You'll be cheering on Leeds against Fulham. Let's just put it that way in the FA Cup. What what I would say as well is um, they kept a clean sheet against Everton, they kept a clean sheet against Newcastle. Yeah, they conceded five, but Real Madrid, they're all right, aren't they? To be fair, they're not a bad team. Um, yeah. And I think you've got the, mid, you've got, the midfield didn't really help, did it? Yeah. And you've, you've got two game weeks. What are you wanting from a defender minimum? Six points from a double game week, maybe. Maybe maybe seven eight. or eight. I'd say eight, yeah. 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 What's yeah. one clean sheet out of two? And that's not including any bonus, any assist, anything like that. With a Trent, he was, he was some of the balls he put in last night were fantastic. Um, so there's always a chance of, a, of an assist now with Trent again. So I don't think you should overlook. Really, don't yeah. think you should overlook a Liverpool defender. And it, how it, Liverpool it, was playing the start of the season, it, it, Salah was playing a lot wide. He wasn't really yeah. coming inside as much. Now he's starting to come inside as much and get involved, and he's, he's starting to score a bit more goals. And that gives Trent the option to go down, down, down line, or even cut in. So it's one of them where I think the Getting back to it, it the as we all know, Liverpool's midfield central. It, it needs changing, but he can't do anything about it. So, so he's just going to rely on maybe getting the wingers inside, compact it, make it hard to get through. Because mm-hmm. if you're keeping them wide, then it, it's quite difficult. It's easy for him to get through. So. I, well, I agree. The, the the heat maps as well on the screen I agree with what you're saying there, Buzz. Like you know, there's there's minimal out here on the right hand side compared to this massive block here before the darker red. Whereas now he's getting a ball a little bit more on the inside. This is pre and post World Cup. Um, weird gap in the middle that's right, very consistent on the edge of the edge of the penalty area in there for touches. But that's something you can see. He's one twos a lot here. But yeah, it it, it feels to me in terms of the position that he's playing in that the the move around has been quite noticeable. Uh, I, I I actually really agree with you, Scott. If you're going to... Because you're... I don't know why I said it like I was surprised then. But you're... With, with a Trent and Robertson, for example, you're also... You've got longevity in those picks, whereas the Gakpo-Darwin picks are a bit... Eh. Whereas your Trent, Robertson and, and Salah are going to be in pretty much definitely in all of these games. Now, don't get me wrong, Gakpo and Darwin might start all of the games. They definitely, I, think they'll both, I think they'll start both of these games. I, I, think, I think that'll be the team that they play. And I, I also think that they'll probably start like, maybe against United, um, pending a Jota or maybe a, maybe a Firmino, maybe one of them getting rotated. But yeah, I agree with you. I think if I could afford to go Trent and Salah, I, I would. Oh yeah, too. Right. I wish that's the only reason why I'm saying them too because they're the two the problem. But I just don't think I could afford to do it. Um, to, uh, one thing as well to discuss a point that's been that's come up a lot online is is which players to to take out who blank this week, for an example. And uh, just just a thought that to, to leave in leave in your minds is is that if you are looking at a wild card in game week twenty seven, for an example, that you should, a lot of people are saying, oh, maybe take out Trippier. Newcastle haven't been looking anywhere near as good. And then they come back with City away 
Um, uh, you know, it doesn't look amazing. You know, Wolves at home, is that a really easy game? I don't know. But they were saying City away, basically, is a tough game. And then people might look at wildcarding in 27, maybe even bring in um, Newcastle players back. Just bear in mind that you might have a lot of value in Trippier. And that value can come in handy when you look doing your wild card. So if you're looking at a decision, because a lot of people are looking at the decision between taking out Shaw or Trippier this week, 100% is Luke Shaw if you're going to do it. Because Luke Shaw, yeah, they have Liverpool away when they come back, which is a tough, a tough game. They're almost certain to blank in game week 28, Man United. So in terms of hedging your bets, because they play Brighton and both Brighton and Man United are both still in the FA Cup. So it would take two big losses for sure to play in game week 28. Um, whereas Trippier definitely plays in 28 and definitely doubles in 29. So yeah, I get it. Shaw's in better form than Trippier at this very moment in time, but you'll have more value in Trippier. They've both got rubbish. Fi- they're both blank in 25. We've got rubbish fixtures in 26. And then you can regroup in 27 when you've got all the information because you might want to then wildcard Trippier out if you want to. That's up to you to do that, but at least you'll have got that value locked up in him. So just there's there's been a, a big debate about that online. It, you know, it, it's for me, it's an absolute keep Trippier over Shaw. Uh, the other players, and, and also the other thing is Bruno Gimaraes is back. Devastated, by the way, that for, just for the game that Pope's decided that he was going to play rugby against Liverpool. It, just such a shame. I wanted to see the best players play. And then everyone was moaning. So they were like, oh, no, uh, Pope's not going to play. It's not fair. He should be allowed to play. We should have the best teams play each other. Well, Bruno Gimaraes got sent off in the semi-final. And I'd much rather he didn't play than Pope because they've not won a match without Bruno, have they? <laughs> I think um, I think the whole thing is ridiculous. It's a different competition. I don't think you should be. Ba- I don't think anyone should be banned. To be completely honest with you, well, Bruno got sent off in the semi-final of the Carabao Cup. Yeah, yeah, like that's so, that's different. I I think he potentially should be banned then for the next game in the Carabao Cup. Yeah, it's one thing or the other, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Like I I think he should be rather than in the league. The league and the Carabao Cup are two different competitions. If you didn't know. Isn't it mad that if he'd have got like two yellows, he wouldn't have been banned though, or or whatever? Was it two yellows, or if he'd have got like a yellow card, which would have meant he'd have got his tenth yellow card of the season, he'd have just got banned for the next league game, but not the cup. Though. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Joe Linton was on that, wasn't he? What's yeah. that about? Yeah, it just... needs, to, needs to be more clarity on that for me. Just a, just an absolute... anyway, the Brav the Bravners waiting, you know, cheering Man United on, so he gets medal, doesn't he? How ridiculous is that? And then Carrius will be in goal for Newcastle. That's got banter written all over it, hasn't it? Uh, I mean, I know we're the favourites for the for the game, but I, I, it would hurt me even more if we lost to them with Carrius in goal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> Just like, yeah, you know, nothing against him, but feels like we should uh, we should be winning that match. Cully will be having hot sweats watching that. <laughs> Remember the days. Uh, Everton chat, lads. We'll, we'll, we can cover this off mm. uh, r- rel- relatively quickly. Mm. Relatively quickly. Um, most of my points came from this week, Everton. <laughs> yeah. um, talk, talk to us about Everton under Daesh, Scott. Yes, exactly. I think what we what we expected. He's shored them up. He's made them really solid at the back. Um, they've got you know they've got a set purpose. Not necessarily the prettiest football, but it's Daesh ball. It's something we all knew that was going to happen. Um, the reason I came went in for an Everton midfit, uh, defender last week, especially with a double game week coming up, um, I don't, you're definitely not looking at the attack for Everton, 100% not. 
But I think there's there's certainly there's certainly Mikolenko. I think Baz maybe mentioned him last week uh, as someone to look at. Um, I think I think he is the one for me that he should be uh, should be having a look at personally. Maybe maybe a Coleman as well. But like Baz mentioned earlier, does he get rotated out for Patterson? Um, yeah, I, I think there's I think there's a little bit of value there to be had in the defense. Well, uh, he, both both the goals will come from defenders, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> think, under- I think uh, if I if I had to go for a midfield, I probably wouldn't go for any Everton anyway. But I'd say McNeil or Wobi. It's probably the only two you'd probably look at. Everton, obviously, defense or keeper. I think same same with Wolves, really, defense or keeper. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's no one yeah. really else. No, I mean, and, and like I say, Coleman's. You know, I'm. You know, he'll surely keep his place at the moment. But um, yeah, four point four. Taco's four point three up from. He went up from four point two. Uh, Pickford's four point four. You know, those are the guys that you're going to be. You're going to be looking at from from an Everton perspective because also the fantastic enablers and how cheap they are um, mm-hmm. to be able to get other players in. Now they won't double in game week twenty nine. But um, but at the same time, not doubling in game week twenty nine, they will definitely play in game week twenty eight. I know it's a way to Chelsea, but that's an easy game at the moment, isn't it? And plus, if you still got Almer on, you could put like one of the two Everton midfielders I mentioned there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you wanted if you've, to, if you've got gambling problems, and yeah, probably yeah. But um... I think it's, I think I'd. I'd... I, you seem to be pushing the Everton midfielder narrative here, Baz. You're really like half pushing <laughs> we'll, it. We'll, 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 see, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, Wolves. Uh, I know you just you talked about uh, you talked about them as a, as a team before, Baz. And we've got defenders. Uh, defenders at the top of points scored near enough. Uh, Jose, Jose Sarr top of points scored with 31 points since the World Cup. Then it's Kilman at 4.4 mil over 28 points. Semedo, it's Neves in midfield, 5.4 mil. Um, with is he due a worldie or was that a worldie? The one he scored, it's probably due. He had, he had a worldie this month, I don't think. Yeah, so um, usually that's how well, he rolls. It, it takes penalties as well, doesn't he? So, yeah, and Craig Dawson's got one goal as well at 4.8. Uh, I'd stay away from that left back position. Everyone keeps talking about Aitnuri and Bueno, but they seem to be being rotated about a little bit. But Semedo seems pretty nailed. Uh, I, I brought Kilman in, as I said on the pod last last week. Pretty gutted not to get a clean sheet out of him uh, this week. But uh, Baz, your your shout on defender. Which one were you, would you go for this week? You've just said left back, but I'll probably go for Bruno. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quit! <laughs> I just 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 because it's cheap, and obviously, if I was getting rid of Patterson, that's who I'd bring in. Yeah. Fair that, enough. That, that's that's my opinion on it because he's cheap. He, he looks he looks good. He looks better than Aitnore. The problem is that the the two are erratic. They they they're not constant. It's just it's all of it or none of it. And yeah. it's like you can't have that as for attacking returns anyway for a for a wing back. No, no. Um. So, but it, that's who that's who I would pick. And it's um. For me, I mean, the players that have played every minute so far are Nevis, Kilman and Saar. So, I mean, I wouldn't be putting a five million Wolves goalkeeper in. So, I think if I had a gambling problem in terms of midfielder, it'd be Neves. And then um, it would be Kilman as a defender for me at 4.4. I mean, I'm only saying that because I did it. So, I think that's the... Uh, I mean, the they've only kept two clean sheets since the World Cup. 
I don't know why we're even talking about it, to be honest with you. I know why we're talking about it, but I, I don't think it's something we should... I, Wolves feel like they should have a decent defence just because they're boring going up front. Mm. Similar to like an Everton in it. You feel like, oh, you're crap up front, you should be all right at the back, but they're not really, are they? I mean, they kept a clean sheet against Liverpool, but I think the five-a-side football team I play in could have done that at the minute. So... That's Fulham away, Liverpool away, and then they've got Spurs and Newcastle. So, you know, what a horrible set of fixtures. And if Leeds beat Fulham, then they blank. So, yeah, um, I'd, yeah, at the end of the day, they're, they're probably a no-go in terms of invest. But we've done, our, we've, done, we've done the duty. We've covered them. We've talked about them. We've tried to do a, do a nice thing. So... Um... <laughs> All them Wolves fans that listen. Oh, no, I want to say all them bloody Wolves fans that, you know, definitely don't listen to this podcast. So, um, Barry, should we talk about your team? Talk about your 11 that you've done for uh, for this uh, for this game week, for get double game week 25? Yeah. So, I'm going for Josie Saul in goal. <laughs> Just after I said that. Oh, this is brilliant. Go on. Carry on. Double, double, double Wolves defence. Double Wolves defence. Oh, um, so, yeah, so I've gone for... So, Go on. No, I haven't gone double walls defence. Don't worry. Oh. Don't worry. I haven't done that. So I've got Saw, Trent Alexander Arnold, Zinchenko, Walker, uh, Saka, Odegaard, Awobi, Salah, Nunes, Haaland, and Watkins. I've got him in. Good old Ollie Watkins. And Great we... finish again. It looks really good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's definitely, uh, definitely a he's, he's, got, he's gone down in my estimation a lot, though. He's only looking better now. He's not got any pressure on him. Clearly, doesn't like pressure. I don't respect him anymore. <laughs> he's weak. Yeah, he's absolutely, he absolutely weak. Uh, weak mentality. He's, um, if he whips out the Rashford or the Ruminiers celebration, I'll be fuming. Yeah, the um, I, I was thinking about that recently. I was like, I absolutely love love Rashford's celebration because of what he's what he has been through of playing rubbish and now being absolutely incredible again. Um, but you have to be a bit of a world beater to walk up to the crowd and just be like, look, I'm <laughs> super clever. Uh, I've got a great mindset. But yeah, Watkins, the the, the, um, the third most informed player in the league behind uh, Kelechi. Probably should have probably should have scored at the uh, the weekend. David De Gea had done his best, Gordon Banks. Yeah. David uh, David did uh, keep us in that one as well. Uh, Estupinian still delivering some points. Yeah. Um, yeah, any thoughts on on uh, on on Baz's eleven, Scott? If you did, did you listen? Did you did you have a look at the look at it when it, when it was put up? You probably, um, switched, probably switched off when I said soaring goal. Probably. Yeah, I did. I was I was away then, and I woke back up for Watkins. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's solid, solid enough, isn't it? When you uh, when you look at other players, we you know we we discussed this before. I think um, I'd love I'd love like Jared Bowen in there this week. If it was if it if I was able to 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 get another player in, um, if we went to team selected by. Let's just do this this way. I think I think Bowen's still under. The, I'm, I'm assuming Bowen's still under five percent. Yeah, two point eight percent. That'd be my pick of a differential for the week. Um, Scotty, your your pick for 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 differential of the week. Michaelinko. Like it. Keep pushing him, even though you said you named three defenders and didn't name him. So it makes me feel a bit silly, but. <laughs> No, he's 0.9% owned. Yeah, he's going to score and get an assist and the clean sheet this double game week. Oh, Barry, your uh, your your choice of uh, choice of defender. And strangely enough, he's not in the eleven again. Like I didn't even worry. Uh, <laughs> Gag- Gagpo, 4.5% owned. 
Okay, brilliant. Baz puts an 11 out every week and doesn't put his own differential in. <laughs> and we say put a couple of differentials in and he doesn't put his own. Yeah, I've got Walkers in there at 4.5%. Oh, well, wow. 1.6. Watkins was it? Was 4.4 when I did it. He's now 5.1%. Yeah. Um, so. Well, Watkins is uh, definitely looking like somebody who's um, uh, going to be. We're going to invest in moving forward. He, his fixtures after uh, this, well, including this week: Everton away, Palace at home, West Ham away, Bournemouth at home. All guaranteed to happen. Then a double game week against Chelsea and Leicester, followed by Forest at home, Newcastle and Brentford. Guaranteed game in game week thirty-two against Brentford, um, Fulham, and then game week thirty-four. Uh, which will be against Man United away, so not the ideal tip player for the uh, for that. But let's uh, let's have a look at the uh, the fixtures for for this week and have a uh, a discussion on captains. Friday deadline this week, so um, it's on my mum's birthday. Happy birthday, mum! Uh, on that day, uh, it's a six thirty deadline for the greatest Friday night game on Sky Sports, following against Wolves. Uh, that I don't know. Will you be watching that one, Scott? Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, so, so, no early kickoff on Saturday. We've got Everton Villa. Oh, good because I'm working again. I was a boring one, wasn't it, this Saturday? Yeah, rubbish, rubbish game. Uh, did Arsenal, Arsenal, in everyone's opinion, did Arsenal get uh, get a little bit of luck back? Because when Jorginho hit that ball, was his vision blocked, Martinez's, by two offside Arsenal players? Thoughts? That was a uh, that was being thrown around. No, no. To be fair, I'm not bothered for it either. Pretty sure he could have seen through it, but I you know, I don't think that was the worst decision, um, shall we say, over the weekend. Oh, of course. What's the worst decision of the weekend, Baz? So bits. We've uh, me, me and Barry agreed to disagree on this one, but uh, apparently, <laughs> I um, I disagree with well everyone. I think on it. No, no, I I agree with you. Um, if I if I was to do that around my own face at this speed, that's not really anything. But, you know, if you do it in slow motion, it looks horrendous. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the example, Scott. You just, you just hit yourself on the face. Yeah, I, love the, I love the sound effects as yeah. well. <laughs> I thought, really? I thought like Harry Cancelar talking about trollers then. I don't know what I was on about. <laughs> No, Baz, 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 talk us through why it was such a bad decision. And, and I think you might, you need to lift it a little bit further up to your mouth, I think. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a high, high tackle. Um, for me, if, it, it was fortunate it was a high tackle because if it wasn't a high tackle and it was a bit lower, it could have broke his leg. Because his, his, his foot was on the floor, his studs were in the ground. That could easily be a leg-breaking challenge. I don't care if there's not enough force in it, but he's gone sideways on it. it He's looked to do man. I agree with what Graham Sooners was saying. I think it's just a coward way of doing it. Um, if he was looking to play the ball, I think he's trying to flick it away. But because he's gone with his foot sideways on instead of like front fl- to flick it away, I think me. I think he's gone to do it. And uh, uh, if you uh, think he's if you think he's gone to do it, then it's, it's a red card, isn't it? That that's that that that's that's. You know, it's fair enough. I, I just think that you can see the way the height of the ball's bouncing up is that's the height of the, the his foot's going to go in at. He's backed out of the tackle and he's basically kicked his knee rather than going through with any 
like tackling force. He's like tried to play the ball and he's like, he's just kicking. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely a yellow card. And actually if the ref had sent him off and it had gone to VAR, we'd have had no complaints because you can't really overturn that. If that's the referee's take on field, I, I would have got it. I would have think he was just unlucky because I think he's tried to play the ball then backed out of it. And he can, but that's, that's my, I think, I think the, the ref got it wrong. She should have yellow carded him. And I think VAR got it right. Cause I don't think it was a red. Well, that's that's my take. Scott, do you want to hit yourself in the face again, or do you want to you know take? Yeah, I, I I agree with the fact that it's whatever the ref says it is. But it, it, as we, as we talk, it's the perceptions yeah. of, 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 of yeah. people, and yeah. obviously, I I think it's a red. You two think it's a, a yellow. If he, if he was coming in with more pace, and then yeah, oh, it, it would it would 100%. absolutely be a red. If he was but, out of control, like yeah, yeah obviously it's a red. Like yeah. definitely. Um, I don't think it was that one, but um, yeah. no, no. If he's out of control, then yeah. But he's, I think yeah. he just kicked him. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, um, but he's kicked him, kicked him high. Yeah, well, that's what that's where the ball's bouncing to. That's yeah, why no, but he's ball... kicked him high. He's late. High yeah. tackle, late red. Get on with it. I think, I think, I think we're we're analysing this too much. But no, yeah. fair enough. Hey, well, listen, it's a debating point of the weekend. To be fair, it's probably the only one that really was a proper debate. Anyway. Um, yeah. Then you've got Bournemouth, Man City, Palace, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, Everton, and then Liverpool, Wolves. All the double game week fixtures happen on first of March. Uh, captains, lads, we've got teams in the double game week this week. We've got Arsenal playing Everton and Leicester. We've got Liverpool playing uh, Palace and Wolves. Um, and you're not captaining Everton or a Wolves player. So, or you've got the other softest fixture, City away at Bournemouth, where they lost nine nil to Liverpool earlier in the season. Thoughts on captain Scott? If I bring him in, I'm going to go Mohammed. Yeah. Because I'm not bringing him in. I may as well catch him if I bring him in. I'm trying to catch up. Um, it's definitely a, a game week where he can score against Palace. He can certainly score at home to Wolves. Um, don't get me wrong, that, that that Arsenal, you know, that Everton at home doesn't look as good as it would have done a couple of weeks ago, but it still looks really good. A leaky Leicester um, yeah. does look like a nice fixture, but I don't think it's jumping out at me too as much as it would. If if Arsenal were at home to Leicester as well, I think that'd have been silly. But yeah, I, I think if I'm bringing I'm bringing him Salah in, I'm going to stick the captain's armband on him. Brilliant, Baz. Saka or Nunes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, which one? Because I'm quite close to the top, I'm just going to play safe and say Saka. But if I was in your two positions, I'd say go Nunes. Fair play. Uh, yes, Saka for me at the moment. That's my captain right now. Uh, if I do bring Salah in, though, I will have that debate, Scott, as well, myself. I think Saka's, like you say, I think Saka's probably the right captain for the game for the game week, but Salah's the one with the highest upside to be able mm. to hopefully catch it's, up. It's not a crazy, it's not a crazy difference, is it? Like, no, well, but this is the thing this week with what happened with with Rashford and Haaland. Yeah, like this was the this was the game week where people were probably not going to go for Haaland. They were probably going to go for Rashford. Rashford might have had his minutes manager. It was a, it was a good it was a good opportunity to go against what everyone was going to do. And every time I've done that this season, even now when I've gone with Haaland against what everyone else was going to do, it's not worked. <laughs> and he's missed an open net. It it's just yeah. If there's anything that summed up my captaincy picks this season, it was Haaland banging it over the crossbar from two yards out. I like to watch my captain as well. And none of them arseholes on TV. Either. That's a very good point. 
that's a very good point, actually. Uh, and also, I don't blame anyone if they wanted to go Harland because they're going to be a differential and they are playing Bournemouth. But um, it would be, it is going to be a, it is going to be an Arsenal or a Liverpool player, isn't it? Really, and Arsenal are top of the league and the best team in the league. So uh, Saka seems to be, it seems to be the one. Uh, one other question I had that came in uh, on socials was uh, transfer planning apps on your phone. Or do you just use web-based ones? Just so you know, for that, because it was a quite a quite a, a good question. So a lot of people just use their mobile devices. Uh, there's loads of apps, FPL apps. So FPL team that I use on here is an app as well. You can use that as an application, and you can also do that with fantasy stats and fantasy analyzer. But um, but FPL teams uh, application is probably the best one to use. But there's loads of them. So but that's what that's what I use, and I think it's really good and really handy. Right, lads. That's about it, I think. Don't forget the deadline, though. Friday, 6.30. Uh, and then we'll be doing um, a much more comprehensive podcast next week because we'll have the results of all of the FA Cup games in and the double game week will be done and we will know exactly who blanks in game week 28. We'll know exactly who doubles in game week 29. And we'll also know the all the fixtures that are yet to be arranged that probably then need to go into game weeks 34 and 37. So you'll be able to put your chip strategy together from next week. I would suggest don't go too heavy on Liverpool this week. I'd suggest don't go anyone involved. Don't go too heavy on Liverpool this week. Um, and don't... Yeah, well, double, double Wolves defence. Get them in. Yeah, yes. And don't, and don't sell all your players that you've got loads of value in from play teams like Man United uh, and Newcastle. So Trippier and Rashford in particular, there you two to, to keep hold of hot takes. Lads, thanks very much for joining me. You're welcome. Thank oh, you. Got, Scott, it's so, it's so dark. I've, <laughs> not got, I've not got a light bulb in here. Have you not? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Fine. Cost a living. Fine. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, thanks, boys. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And uh, don't forget, Friday deadline. We will uh, catch you all again next week. Bye for now.